0: What's up, guys? This week's episode of Adulting Like a Mother Father is brought to you by our friends at Oro. Right now, you can get 20% off their delicious plant based mini meal shakes at drinkoro.com. More on this offer and the brand later in the show. But until then, as always, enjoy the show. In. you know how we do, Hi, I'm Andrew, the father, we got Ivory, the daughter, and Gio, our little man, yellow. I don't think an entrance is needed, you probably know the voice, of mother time on Nickelodeon, he yeah. see, it's nothing like a mother, father, if you got a son or daughter, it could be a lot of, we know, gotta be the mother, father, you could be the son or daughter, this is still the right show, yeah. we'll meet you where you are, in your life, or your car, if you need or your far, you got a cat, or a dog, good vibes, to are probably in school, or got a job, we just want to know who you are, so we can say thank you listening to adulting like a mother father hope you guys enjoyed this now sit back relax and enjoy the show Yay!
1: welcome back to adulting like a mother father i'm Daniela monet the mother
0: and i'm andrew the father
1: and we're both hit them adults and if you're an adult or just trying to be one this is the show for you nice <sighs> um welcome back guys i hope you had a great holiday weekend um out here in the states we celebrated labor day and uh we had a good weekend i think we're gonna kick things off uh, before getting to your voicemails which by the way you guys left quite a few of them and i'm very intrigued to get into them um appreciate all the open honest lines of communication in advance um but before we get to those let's uh let's talk about our wins and fails in the last week
0: yeah let's do that. uh, do you want me to kick things off or you? Yeah, want to... you
1: can go for it,
0: okay, so my win and fail they're they're so random, but I guess that's what comes along with this adulting territory. It's like life just has all these things that you experience you know day in and day out, and so you know some are good, some are bad, and that's where the win and fails come from um, so let's start with my fail, and my fail is for some reason right now. I have a really strange relationship with drinking.
1: Oh, interesting. I didn't see that one coming.
0: Yeah, I know it's random. Um and let me let me like set the stage here. I'm I'm not really a a big drinker. You know, I had my fair share in college like like most other people. And now it's like 101% mm-hmm. recreational and it's it's few and far between right now. Right? But for some reason, I'm like so in my head now before I start, while I do it, and then day after. And then I, I know that day after, or sometimes a few days for people, depending on how much you drink, like your, your mood changes, your mind state changes a little bit, and I'm not digging how I feel.
1: So is it enough for you to just not do it, period?
0: That scares me.
1: Why? Because you don't like the feeling of not partaking in like a social situation or is it? It's that. Sometimes it's a release.
0: Like I associate it with a good time. Like, you know, we haven't done much of it in the last two years, but prior to that, we would travel a bunch. And like the idea of like, you know, margarita on the beach in Mexico or a Mai (laughs) Tai in Hawaii or whatever. Yeah.
1: It's situational for you.
0: Situational or, or like, you know, kicking it with my brother or, 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 friends, like, and throwing back some beers and just having, you know, having a good night, good conversation, whatever. Like I associate that with a good time.
1: Mm-hmm. And just so the, the idea of telling time. myself,
0: like, oh, I'm not going to do this anymore is, is weird. And it's a, it's a little scary. Like, I don't know if I'm willing to do that. Right. You know? Sure. And I I think that there's also this, there's this association to, if you tell yourself no more, You're almost saying that you had a problem, which I don't feel like I, I don't have a drinking problem in any way, shape or form, but I have a, I have like a mindset and and a mental issue when I do it now. Sure. You know, like before I'm drinking, I'm thinking about how I'm going to feel afterwards already. Oh, wow. While I'm drinking, it's hard to like, you know, prior to kids, you could just, you could just let go.
1: You ride the wave.
0: You, yeah, you ride the wave. You just you just go all in, and like now I feel like there's always something there that says like, don't go too far. Mm. You have responsibilities, uh, and, and it's like,
1: but you never go too far. Am I from like? I don't feel like you ever. You're not, you're pretty in control of like how much you consume
0: for sure. But I have this weird like I have a weird ability to. The face that you see on the mm-hmm. outside is like, oh totally put together and control. <laughs> on the inside, it's like I'm swimming.
1: What I'm hearing is that you actually have very little chill, like real deal chill. Because you're 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 still trying to like control a situation.
0: I feel like it's been really hard to just hit the chill button. Yeah. Totally.
1: Yeah, no, that makes sense.
0: And I miss that because you know it doesn't doesn't always end well. Sometimes you, you go too far with alcohol, or like the next day sucks. But what is nice about it is, like when you allow yourself to do it, it's it's like a reset. You know, it's drinking and drugs. I I think of as an escape from from life, and and sometimes we all need that at some level.
1: What kind of drugs?
0: You know the the drugs.
1: <laughs> what drugs?
0: <laughs> Weed. Uh, what whatever else people do. Oh. Yeah, I'm not saying that I do all the drugs. Oh. I'm just saying for people, drugs are an escape.
1: Right, right, right. But you also said sometimes we need that, which I feel like I disagree with.
0: I think most people, this is just my assumption, I think most people feel like they need it or want it at some level. It could just be like a drink here or there. Some people could go all in with sure. like gnarly ass drugs.
1: See, that to me, like, hmm, it just but even you've spot. been saying
0: that that like you you need an escape sometimes right yeah, so absolutely you up the wine a little bit more had a beer here and there
1: sure but it's see that's different for me like I you're right and I guess we can go on and on about this and this was actually gonna be part of my win but um But before I get into that, like the drug thing for me is a very, very touchy subject. And I think like, well, yeah. And I just think that like, it's really, you can't just make a blanket statement like that and say, oh, you know, drugs can just be an escape. And sometimes we need that.
0: I said, we need it or we want it. I said, my assumption is that most, for most people, we use it as something we either need or want. And it's an escape from life.
1: Sure. Yeah, I don't agree. I don't disagree that we all need a little bit of an escape. But I think when you start leaning into certain substances um, as an escape before actually dealing with whatever you're feeling with, that becomes like a, a much bigger problem.
0: Oh yeah, I'm not saying that it's like it's the right escape. Okay, I'm
1: just saying right. that I
0: think people use it as an. Oh, escape. Oh yeah,
1: obviously. Yeah.
0: You know, and like some people get to the point where they Abuse. they need it because maybe there's an issue there or. They just want it. And like I said, whether that's like a drink once a week or it's you you going all in on something like super gnarly. I mean, it's different for everybody. I'm just saying like at some level, I think most people want it or need it as an escape from time to time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I just, I've never really talked, we've never talked about like drugs on our show. And so I'm like hesitant to, to say too much because- I, like in my personal life, you know, it's been a topic of just stress and and just, yeah, it rubs me the wrong way.
0: Well, I mean, there's definitely, an, there's an element of abuse for sure. Like it's a, it's, it's a unique experience that you have.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I'm not saying we have to go that far. I mean, that's why I'm leaning on a drink, like alcohol, right? Yeah, yeah. Like a drink here or there, that's a recreational drinker, but like that person, whether they need, just a, a reset from their work life or, uh, you know, like family life or just life in general has been stressful. Like people want to go out with a friend and have a drink. Like yeah. that's, that's
1: what I'm talking about really. Gotcha. Yeah. No, I, I understand that. I mean, I was going to say my win has to do a little bit around that. Like and we could dive deeper into just self-discovery and trying to grow as a human being while, you know, being new parents. But I think what led me to believe that there was just more for me to learn about myself was going out with a few moms this past week and, like, just being in company that was not so much associated with, like, my normal everyday life. I think for the last few years, I've really just spent most of my time with family and our kids and us, and it was nice to just be with new company and talking about things that we all related on to some degree. I mean, there was a lot of differences as well, but which was also nice, like to have healthy conversation around things that maybe we don't necessarily, um, relate to felt good. Um, and there was like, you know, yeah, you're right. Like I had a a drink and I was feeling, you know, like it took the edge off and after, you know, it
0: was an escape.
1: I hear you. I get it. Um, (laughs) And, yeah, it just kind of opened up a lot of internal conversations around, like, how I I could use more of that. Alcohol or not, I could use more of an escape. And I think that I'm actually able to tap into feeling um, checked out or or escaping reality for a little bit to some degree without having to even use substances. It's literally as simple as, you know, running a few errands or going and getting my nails done or, you know, like that to me is just something that I feel like I just need more of.
0: Yeah. You're talking about balance.
1: Yeah. To feel a little more balanced for sure.
0: No doubt. I feel like everybody needs that. And especially like in this, this, this parenthood stage is, you know, like, I don't know what the future holds. I don't know what it's like as they get older, but in this early stage you can feel like you're locked down without even like without a government lockdown mm-hmm. you know and that's just i think that's just part of the game i think some people
1: speaking of i hear little feet yes i hear little feet oh no this is going to be his first appearance oh no, no he's little feet are before. moving away yeah okay
0: um what was i saying
1: no, you're right. Like, I remember thinking, no, quarantine is those beginning stages of parenting. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, for most people. I, I, like, I don't think everybody's the same. I think some no, people are right. like are, are, they go about it a little bit easier. You know, they give themselves a little more freedom, more breaks. They have people come in and help out. and And they just check out from time to time. And I think some people, like, make the choice that they want to be hands-on for everything and anything. And if you do it that way like it it's beautiful, but it consumes you and we've mm-hmm. talked about that a lot and and I know I've been pushing for more balance and and I've made comments to you and and comments to you about what I want more of and I like i'm I'm just glad that you got out you know I'm just yeah. glad that like you got a little taste of it and you're like I, I want some more of this because I think that balance is healthy for all of us
1: for sure and Sometimes you need to hit that point in your life where it feels like you're ready. I think, like I said last night, Andrew and I were having this long talk about how prior to this stage of parenting, like Ivory's now almost seven months old, I don't think I was fully ready to step away or even just venture out with the kids. Like, I I got very caught in this rut in those first seven months of just being on routine, making sure that they nap on time in their beds and that the food was prepared and that the diapers were changed and all the things. And I forgot that, you know, there's like no spontaneity in that. And then you start to lose track of what life is really about because everything just starts to feel so cyclical and mundane and not exciting. And I'm like, well, what kind of life is that for a me? Right. And then that changes how I operate as a parent. But then for them, like they don't get outside experience. You know, Ivory was having these like, and still, but like a lot of like stranger danger where, you know, she did encounter faces, even faces that she's seen, but like hasn't in a while. She would be like terrified. And I don't know, a lot came to a head for me. And I realized that if I don't start working that mommy muscle of getting the kids out of the house and doing something new, and this is just simple stuff, going to the park, going out to lunch, like then we'll never do it. And then all of a sudden the idea of getting on a plane or going on a vacation feels so overwhelming. And then like we have in the past, we've canceled literally like three flights because that was was
0: your dad's fault.
1: Well, there was a lot of factors, but I'm saying like we haven't been able to fully pull the trigger because we haven't done all the basic stuff before (laughs) getting on a flight. That's why I said like, we need to get in the car, go to the splash pad park, go to lunch, you know, just do it and it ended up working out so well the kids napped you know there was very little fuss everyone was in good spirits for the most part and it didn't seem like a big ordeal
0: yeah it's not it probably sounds like for the listeners i know we're we're freaking crazy and and like if you don't have kids yet like this is going to be this big scary ordeal and you're never going to get to do anything like (laughs) let me tell you guys we're just a special type of ocd
1: why how are we like this and when did we get like this
0: I mean, in all honesty, I feel like I'm not so much that. You're more that, and I respect that. And like, I I try to give you what you need there. Mm-hmm. But I, I I like I 100% agree with you. Like, I think we need to just let go a little bit more and, and push ourselves to do more. And it's not always easy, and sometimes it's really hard, borderline miserable. Yeah. But a lot of times it's 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 fun. It's totally fine.
1: More adulting like a mother father when we come back.
0: All right, all you mofos on the go. We have a great offer for you guys on Oro Mini Meal Shakes. These are the ones that you've probably been seeing me with on Instagram. I've been slugging these recently. Uh, If you've had them, you know how good they are. If you haven't, this is your chance to get them for 20% off with code andrew20 at drinkoro.com. Listen, guys, these oral plant-based mini-meal shakes were designed for those that are hungry to do it all. They're convenient, nutritious, and delicious, uh, and they are packed with everything your body needs to stay fueled throughout the day. Like I said, they're plant-based. Uh, the taste is freaking amazing, especially on the chocolate one. Though. You're
1: such a chocolate guy. They
0: oh, they just have my heart, man. <laughs> uh, they're 300 calories, which is uh, it's really amazing any way you slice it. Like For those of you who are careful with your calories... And, uh, you're, you're on the go or just busy. If you need to replace a meal here and there, this is great. And they're only 300 calories. But if you're like me and you want to add more in between your meals, this is a great way to do it as well.
1: Yeah. And it has everything that you need and more, right? Like in terms of vitamins and minerals,
0: 16 grams of protein, 23 vitamins and minerals, Uh, It's dairy-free, soy-free, lactose-free, allergen-free, gluten-free, GMO-free. But I'll tell you what it's not free of. What? Taste.
1: Wow. Look at you go. (laughs) Uh,
0: uh, Look, seriously. (laughs)
1: You threw them off.
0: (laughs) You threw me off, man. You threw me off.
1: Can we talk about how Tabitha loves them too? You can. Oh my gosh, you guys. We talk about Tabitha Brown all the time. Well, in our real life, not so much here. We I love following her. I've been following her for ages, and she's just this amazing. She's like the mom of Instagram, okay? She has I
0: would assume like 95 to 99% of people listening to Adulting know who Tabitha is. You think
1: so? That's so wild to me.
0: Yeah, she's blown up.
1: That's what's so crazy is that I remember following her when she didn't have a following. And it's just so awesome well, she to does see now. someone. No, I know. And she so deserves it. And anyway, she's a big fan of of Oro. And um, she loves the shakes. And so I feel like we are one in the same. Yeah, basically a family.
0: Yeah. Um. Okay, so...
1: Come on, <laughs> bring it home. Go to drinkoro.com, use code Andrew20, get 20% off, enjoy these shakes, tag us in your Instagram posts, and just be hungry for life, you guys, hungry for all of it.
0: And now back to adulting like a motherfather.
1: Do you think that, you know, obviously we've had two kids during a pandemic, but do you think that that is a big factor in why I have been the way that I've been? Or do you think that it's just like an, not necessarily an excuse because obviously the pandemic is real, but do you think that I've sort of, I don't know, leaned into that more than I, I had to.
0: it's definitely a factor. I mean, the truth is that, that I feel like in the first four weeks of Gio's life, we were, we were fairly chill. Like we were going out and probably, we probably shouldn't have been right. And then he got sick And then our, our, our lives changed. Like it scared the shit out of us, you know? And like, I think we really put the clamps on after that. we were like, no, we're going to protect you at all costs. And that changed our mindset going forward in, in that regard. And then shortly after there's this pandemic and like all you're hearing is people are getting sick. People are dying. Stay in your home, wear a mask, all these things. And you're just like, I don't know what the fuck to think, Yeah, you know? All I know is that we were in the hospital with this kid at four weeks old and like, I'm going to do everything we can to not be in a situation that's anything close to that again.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: You know, so I think we've definitely eased up with him and and with Ivory, you know, we, we learned from our experience with him and for the first month we just kind of laid low. I think there are some things there naturally for you that you, you want to control. And I think that comes from areas of your own life that you feel like you, you really need to keep close and control. Especially when it comes to food, like when it comes to their sleep, when it comes to like who's around, you know? Yeah. I think that's okay. I think like I'll I'll go out on a limb here. I think a lot of moms experience that and feel those things. Yeah. Dad's less so in my opinion. Yeah. But there can be some letting off that. If yeah, that makes sense.
1: I think it goes back to similar to what you were saying with alcohol. It's like you, you like the feeling it gives, you know, you like the idea of it being like a, something that helps you escape and chill out and be social and have a good time. For me with the kids, I want to have more of that where it's, you know, an escape to adventure more, to chill out, to have a good time, to experience things for them and myself. Um, I think I just have to get over the fears that sometimes creep in, you know, like, Oh, what if they're a handful or what if I can't handle it all? Or not necessarily what can I, I can always problem solve, but I think I just have these little voices sometimes where I'm like, it could just be easier if we hung out at home, but then what kind of life is that long term? And that's what I'm trying to work through right now.
0: Yeah, I get it. It is easier. I mean, but it really isn't. It's, it's easier because everything for their routine is, more convenient, but it's not easier mentally. You That's know, like we go I'm stir realizing. crazy, they go stir crazy. Yeah, some days just suck, and you, and like you're like, oh, I can't pinpoint it. But the next day, like you get out and do something different, and like let's say Geo is completely different. He's so chill. He has a great time. Whatever, it's way easier. And you're just like, shit, man. Like if I was little and seeing the same walls every day, and like. Yeah, it's a fairly small space. I would be going crazy, too. Like, I want, I want to get out and explore.
1: Yeah, totally. So I get it. Well, I'm glad that this has all come to a head. I'm excited to partake in new adventures. actually just got us, like, this big... When I go there, I go there, okay? I got us this big outdoor, like, tent thing that you can take to the beach. And it, like... Oh, I forget what it's called. It's like California living pop-up and play tent i don't know but it's really cool and you can take it anywhere and the kids can like hang out you could do snack time and stuff and then i also i have a few plans okay i want to get them passports because i would love to go to mexico like sooner than later where where in mexico yeah i'm open i mean i know that we had intentions to go to punta mita don't laugh at me. That's why I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> How would you say it? Say it. Punta media. Well, there you go.
0: Yeah, I think it was fine.
1: Okay. Well, I see you over there just judging. I want to go somewhere, okay? I know we need to still visit my dad in Idaho. And um, and I also have this other idea that I'm really excited to do before it starts to get cool. Um, I want to go to Catalina Island with them and take the ferry out there stay in a hotel, let them play on the beach.
0: Yeah. That'd be fun.
1: Maybe have a drink if you're interested. <laughs>
0: Maybe have a drink. See, that's why I brought that up. Cause I'm like, uh, I just don't really like, I don't really like my relationship with alcohol right now. Like it just feels so weird that I think if, if I just summed it up, it just hits differently than it did 10 years ago. And sure. I, and I'm sure that's so normal because life is so different and different pressures and kids and all that stuff. Now, like, weighs on you different than like having nowhere to be enough nobody to answer to yeah and you could drink 15 beers at night and wake up whenever you want the next day
1: see it's so funny because and this is where we're so different and our lifestyles are so different but yet the very they're the same we're living in the same world right now prior to having kids i was so buttoned up in terms of drinking I never felt like I could fully, fully let loose. And that's why like, if I ever did, it never really ended well because I didn't have a tolerance and I didn't know what I was doing.
0: Have we talked about that night? I don't know. Sometime we will. Okay. We had a, a, like, we had a crazy night early on in the relationship.
1: But yeah, that goes to show you, like, I just didn't know what I was doing. And so I would, I would usually stray pretty far away from drinking, because I had too much responsibility, I had too much to lose. I was always working. I had too many eyes on me, and now it's a different story for me.
0: What's the story?
1: Like I'm not, I'm not at all like the type that's going to drink daily or even weekly. But if there's an opportunity where I'm like out with the girls hashtag I went out once, um, or at a family gathering and like I could have a beer or whatever, like I'm much more open to doing that now than I ever been. Which is funny because it's the opposite for you because you properly had those days where you had less cares.
0: Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I guess that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm 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 glad that you're there. I'm trying to find myself back there again. Like, I don't need to go crazy, but I like the idea of of having a beer here and there, a glass of wine or whatever, and like just feeling normal about it. Yeah. You know, and I think. Life's a little more fun that way. Sure. Other than, you know, when you compare it to never drinking, doing the same thing every day, being in the same walls, you know, parenting all day long, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Like it's way more fun to open up like that.
1: Whether it's a drink or not, you know, you have to be able to tap into that side of you. Yeah, no doubt. Right? No doubt. Like it doesn't matter. It just... You have to have the right environment or the or give yourself the chance to really just chill out, and I think that that is going back to self discovery that is for you, my friend, to figure out for me, yeah,
0: what about for you
1: i already to- I already spoke about like what I need more of in terms of balance, like I'm ready to adventure more, I'm ready to maybe hang out with the girls once in a while, um make myself a little bit more of a priority. And I'm wondering, I'm sure this is normal, but I'm wondering if this is kind of how it felt, it feels for most parents when they get to that like six, seven month age, you know, after having a baby, because they start to become a little bit more predictable, you know. I don't know. There's just something that clicks. I felt it with Gio. I'm sure if we were to go back and listen to podcasts with him, like I was exactly on the same track, except the only difference was at seven months, when Gio was seven months, I was starting to feel sick because I was prego. So I didn't give myself the fairest shot. And And now I'm really feeling, you know, what it could be sans pregnancy.
0: What does sans mean?
1: It's just like, I feel like cool people say it, so I'm starting to is use it. Is it Latin? I
0: don't
1: know. <laughs> it, maybe they say it in Punta Mita.
0: No, I've seen sans all over the place. I think it's like a... It's, it's like, like
1: a, a, a... No, it's like a sans, like subtract, like accept. Hmm. <laughs> Should
0: I Google it right now?
1: <laughs> Go ahead. Songs, we need to songs songs take a break so we could get to these voicemails because there's is like some a, steamy uh, ones.
0: Uh, a font, right? Like sans Oh, something? like
1: sans script? Is that a thing?
0: I'm looking it up right now. Hang tight, guys. Sans. Sans means without.
1: That's it.
0: Well, I guess sans is French. It's fancy. Yeah, it means without. Just like me. Or wanting.
1: Okay. You, Anyways, you I want to I I wanted talk break? about my what? win. You didn't even ask oh me about gosh, my win. Oh my gosh, what's your win? Did you
0: do your your win and fail? Oh, I
1: don't have a fail. I was just going to say that this whole week was oh, about like- Oh, that's good, huh? No, it's not even. It's just, it's just about to be. And so for so. that, I don't have a fail.
0: Okay, all right. My win is so it's so stupid, yeah, a bit material, but I like it. Over the weekend, uh, I met Uncle Chris over at the new house, and uh, we've been doing a, a few things outside. And he's he's like the audiovisual guy. He does he does uh, audiovisual systems for like Louis Vuitton and like a bunch of brands, and he's traveling all the time and setting up their new stores and stuff. So he's like for all things uh, like tech. Tech audio visual like he's he's the guy, and he was he's so excited about like setting this house up and so we started playing around with putting some speakers in the front yard and we we uh tempt him up, got him hooked up, started playing some sound, and it's like romantic I don't know about for you guys, but for me, like music it just it just changes the whole vibe of life like i I love music and I love all types of music, so to be able to like walk into the front yard and there's there's music playing what like just let your mind go to whatever you like. Imagine that, like on a Saturday morning, you might be out there just fiddling around doing some yard work or like, you know, you're in the pool or just hanging with friends and family. Like, it's the vibe,
1: you know? Let me let me set the, the stage a little bit. So we invite you over to the house, okay? You come to our little gate and you walk in and there's this, this short corridor, okay? It's like a nice, what would you call our floor? Like an adobe tile situation leading up to the front door and you hear the sounds of what we're what, going there right no, now what's huh? the Spotify playlist you like
0: the, the Latin one yeah yeah cafe con leche
1: you hear you hear that it's playing in our corridor and then you approach the front door double wooden doors hopefully something really pretty and antique maybe from Latin America <laughs> <laughs> you open the doors and you're embraced with this bright, airy, warm light. Everything is creamy and delicious. And the to smell say, of cafe. Can we get you a coffee?
0: Mm, yeah, that's my vibe. That's my vibe.
1: Okay, there that was it a is. pretty
0: intimate, like storytelling session. I-, I could
1: do better. I could do better. Yep. I just was, you know, was really off the cuff there. I just need maybe a little, a few more seconds.
0: What was it? you know when you watch a comedian?
1: what oh you know, a comedian you know yes. when you
0: watch a comedian and like especially when it's live yeah and you're just really concerned that it's not going to be that good oh
1: i know that's how i felt and in you my feel head.
0: uncomfortable for them that's how i was feeling as you started this story
1: same but you know what i realized well i've always known this about myself you have to commit to the bit mm-hmm. matt bennett matt bennett said it best it was a great song Shout out to Matt Bennett and all he has to offer us. Love a Maddie. Love a Maddie and love a Leon. Love a Leon. Oh, and love a Liz. Liz. Liz just directed or she directed an episode of Dynasty that's going to be coming out this Friday.
0: Yeah, she's a boss.
1: She's a boss. All these bosses in our love lives. Love them all. Love them love all. Love an Ari. Love an Avin. Love a Vic. Ugh, oh, what a cast.
0: All right. Let's do this. Let's take a break, come back, answer some voicemails, and send them off.
1: Wrap it up
2: hi daniela and andrew my name is savannah i am an absolute huge fan of yours daniela i have been watching you since i was like 10 or 11 years old on nickelodeon and now i'm turning 25 this year and i've just been following your journey ever since i love watching your babies grow up and see your relationship bloom and all that you've accomplished. It's quite amazing. And Andrew, you have become one heck of a partner and a father, and it's just amazing to watch and listen to. Um, My question for you is, how was it transitioning into moving in together? Because me and my boyfriend are kind of starting the process of saving to move out together, and it's obviously a big milestone. And we would just like a few tips on how you handle that. And also, Daniela, when are you coming out with a vegan cookbook? I need it in my life. All right. I love you guys. Bye.
1: Hi, Savannah. Um, thank you for watching me for the last 18 years. That's really wild and makes me feel hella old, but that's okay. Um, (laughs) I really think this is a good question because first of all, I've only had one experience moving in with someone. Actually, is this the first time no, I think you might have a little more experience under your belt living with a partner.
0: Not moving in with somebody.
1: Well, a variation of it, living alongside them Yeah, I mean, spending a
0: lot of time together. Okay. Staying in each other's houses and stuff, but like not saying, oh, we're going to get a place together.
1: Gotcha. And
0: I will see you every day, whether you like it or not.
1: <laughs> Can you go back to that time almost 10 years ago? Wild. And- yeah I know, but think about what that was feeling like and how because I don't even really remember how that conversation went and what tips we can offer because we kind of just went with it.
0: Yeah, we did. I mean, it was still fairly early on. We'd only been dating for like a year, mm-hmm. maybe just over a year. I think that um uh, like well one, it was it was an exciting time. And like we were all in, so like you said, we just went with it. Prior to doing that, we were spending like every night together, whether it was at your place or my place. And we just felt like it was stupid to have two different places when we're together all the time. And you had the better place at the time. I was broke, um, and so we were like, "Yeah, I'm definitely in your place." And you were more settled, and it was closer to your work, and it just just made more sense. And it was it was more fun, anyways. But I think that was a big factor was it was just like we were spending so much time together. Might as well just be in the same place, and not not be paying for two apartments. As far as tips go, hmm, I don't know how you do this, but just I, I guess just make sure you're ready. I mean, you can always, there's always...
1: You'll never know though, right?
0: Yeah, you'll never know.
1: My... My advice on that is like dive on in, figure it out and see if it makes sense. I mean
0: maybe that's the right advice.
1: Right? And I think also the the piece about you guys saving money is really smart because there are so many factors that go into living. And I'm assuming you're probably still at home likely if you're able to save. So there's so much that is sort of unknown. You you obviously account for the rent and maybe the, the general expenses, but you don't account for like a lot of the lifestyle choices you make when you're not at home. You know, you're going to be eating out more or cooking more at home. So those are also like, for instance, the, our groceries that we pay, like our groceries per week is Probably hundreds of dollars, at least like two, three hundred dollars a week for the four of us. Yeah, and you know, and they I can try get away to be smart. We're feeding two more mouths. No, I but. know, I know. Um, but yeah, just little things. Like I think saving is a great start. Um, Always. And, gosh, my advice
0: is this: is is if you have like really open communication, great. If you don't, start working on it because when you move in together, like that's a real adulting move. And it requires real adult communication. That means like talking about how you're going to handle it financially. Are you guys splitting it 50, 50? Is there a different, um, agreement in place? Like, what are you guys going to do about bills? Who's setting things up? You know, like what are each of your responsibilities within the house? Because now you guys, like you're maintaining your own home, you know, and there can be a, a lot required to that. And I think it's really important to put it all on the table because when you don't like it, it it can be challenging.
1: Yeah, it can also feel weird for a little while in the beginning. I mean, in the, in the beginning, it's exciting, right? This is you're playing house; it's fun. But then, when maybe shit hits the fan and there's an argument yeah, or a disagreement, real. and there's not really anywhere else to go, and you have to come home to each other at night, you don't want to have that dynamic where you know you are like, no, I'm going to kick it at my parents' house tonight or go to a friend's house because then. That like lack of communication um can really start to wear on you.
0: Yeah. And that's why I'm on like that's what I'm saying. I think it's really important to talk about a lot of these things up front so you have an idea of how things are gonna go, like what the dynamic is gonna be like or what you want it to be like. Yeah. You know, because you could spend a lot of time together, you could you could spend a lot of nights together at both of your places or whatever, but when you move in with each other, it's a different level. Like yeah. you probably know a lot about your person already, but you're going to learn even more Mm -hmm. and you want an idea of like how you're going to work together in this, in this new step before it even happens.
1: Personally speaking, I prefer living together, period. What do you mean? Like if someone were to say, you can totally be in this relationship, but you guys could just reside in different spots. Um, I I personally feel like the idea of us living together is... My favorite. Hmm. Hmm. So that's. You that. would never
0: want to like live in another place like just for one night.
1: Oh, absolutely! I'll take a break here and or there. Like one month. Mm, I don't know about them. I've done it. I've been in Hawaii. You know.
0: Yeah, we And it wasn't
1: that. bad. None of it was bad. It's just you know, and it helps. It definitely makes the heart grow grow fonder.
0: Go <laughs> The video. Oh my god. <laughs> Dude, there's a video that resurfaced of this... this
1: uh, <laughs> Reporter.
0: Yeah, reporter. She's She was reporting on... We'll uh, get
1: it. Let's just go to the next question, and then at the end of the show, we'll play it. I want to no, talk we'll about it. No, we'll play it at the end of the show, okay? Let's go to the next question.
2: Hi, Daniela and Andrew. Um, my name is McKenna. Uh, this question is for both of you. I was just wondering, when did you guys begin to... Feel like parents? Like, when did it hit you? Oh my gosh, I'm a mom. Oh my gosh, I'm a dad. Um, my fiance and I have been discussing having children, and obviously I don't feel like a mom because I'm not a mom yet, but I was just wondering when do you really get that feeling of being a parent and having all of that responsibility hit you
0: Yo, McKenna, thanks for that question. Uh, It's a good one. I got to say personally, like use Gio as an example, sometimes like it's even up until this point where I'll have a little moment where I I see him playing in the yard or, you know, we're out doing something and and he's holding my hand or like I have to wipe his ass (laughs) after he takes a dump or whatever. It'll hit me then like those little moments like holy shit. (laughs)
1: Literally. Uh,
0: Literally. I'm a parent. Like you're my guy and I'm, you're my responsibility until you can take care of yourself. And it's, it's wild. Mm -hmm. What about you?
1: Um, I agree. Yeah. There's several moments where I'm like, wow, there's outside of you, there's really no one else to turn to. It's just you and us, you know, or me and wait, you guys and me and us, I guess. Wow.
0: One of those. (laughs)
1: but i'd say recently which is even more wild i think there's a lot of self discovery going on in in this little head of mine um but i'd say recently i i really started to feel like a real mom because well it's so silly but like here's a silly example you know when you're growing up in your family at your house at the end of the night usually your mom just starts like cleaning around the house putting all the dishes away like making sure things are tidy for the next day that is my time when I realize, whoa, this is all on me. It's my job. It, or at least I take it on to like reset the house at the end of the night and do all the dishes. And I've gotten in a bit of a routine with it. And it kind of, even though I don't love doing it, I I actually enjoy the responsibility. And I feel like I'm harnessing this idea that I I saw growing up, you know, where my mom and my aunts and my nonna would just start to like clean up and they would whip it out and they wouldn't really complain and it would just happen and very quick yeah it was just like very quickly the counters are clean and everything's put away and you know turn the lights off and ready to start the day the next day and i never thought that that was something that i could do as well as they can and i feel like i'm starting to really do that you know like detailing the sink at the end of the night that was me with the freaking bleach on the thing come on who am i so it's an, it's an evolving process, I think. For me, I can say easily, yeah, as soon as the kids came out of my body, I was like, whoa, I'm a mom. But there's so many revelations since where I go, whoa, yeah. I'm a mom. Yeah.
0: It's wild. It really is wild. I don't know about you, but I have a really scattered mind, and I'll have, I'll have periods of time where I disconnect. Like, let's say I'm working out or kids go to sleep or whatever and, like, out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> And then you go like, wait a second. Yeah, no. Do I have kids?
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Do you ever have those moments? You ask
1: me that all the time and the answer is absolutely not.
0: Because like, look, I love my kids, but there will be moments where I stop thinking about them completely, which I think is normal.
1: I think that that's a compliment to me. Oh yeah? Yeah, I'm going to turn that one on me. Okay. Because I think the reason why you're able to feel that sometimes is because you know someone's probably always on
0: or they're
1: sleeping or they're sleeping okay next question
2: hey there from florida it's heather i'm wondering i don't think you guys would have super like experience related to this but i'm wondering if you have any advice approaching one's partner about an open relationship how How? what's your advice for that? Because I'm really lost, but I think it's something important to talk about. Of course, not with every relationship, but the one I'm in. Um, Please let me know just anything you think about it. Thank you.
1: Hi, Heather. Um, I feel like I kind of want to weigh in on this because, and I don't have my thoughts wrapped up in a bow right now, so I'm going to just sort of spew it all out obviously the conversation needs to be had between you and your partner. And if this is something you've been thinking about, you don't want to wait too long to to not say something and then feel like you're holding back and you want to seek outside of your partnership for something maybe you're missing. And I think also I want to ask that question in general. When people are looking into an open relationship, is it coming from a place of you just want the experience and you want a little bit more excitement and you think it might add a new like texture or is it coming from a place of missing something and thinking maybe it's time to invite something like maybe this is my way of finding it elsewhere without having to maybe end things where I'm at.
0: Yeah. That's what I was going to say too. Like the first thing that came to mind is I, I don't have the advice, but question that pops up is like, what's your why? You know, like, why, why do you feel like you need to, or you want to do this?
1: I think that's how you open the the conversation. So for example, if for some reason it it is, um, if there is something that maybe you're missing in your own relationship, I I think probably talk about that and then lead into, you know, the idea of having an open relationship because it, it may not go away after, opening the relationship
0: sure sure
1: but if it's just because you're like listen yolo we only live once i'm Mm -hmm. down to just have these experiences i hope you're okay with it let's you know see what that's like then that's its own conversation and and you know some people might be super receptive and others may not and that's just at that point you know it's on you to figure out if this relationship's right for you
0: agreed i i need to know where this goes from here So, so Heather from Florida, keep us updated because I want to know what this conversation was like.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for you. Okay, maybe living through you, I don't know. Hey, whoa. (laughs) Okay, next question. So, um, we got a question from Isabel who left us some pretty thorough messages in regards to her and her partners. I guess you would call it an open relationship to some degree, right? Like, if you've had, maybe that's not an open relationship. That's just a straight threesome.
0: Maybe they're the same. I don't know.
1: Well, I'm sure they could be.
0: I don't know what the defining term is. Well, I think a threesome is an experience.
1: Like, it could be actually just a one-time thing or something you do, you know, if you consult one another, you open, you you have a threesome. But an open relationship is like, I think you could actually have relationships outside of the relationship you're in, which could be Mm -hmm. physical, mental, emotional, whatever. But a threesome's a threesome.
0: That's a very heavy topic.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Heavy. hours I can't. we'll get to that um anyways i want to play this bit from Isabel's voicemail because for heather's um yeah Heather, sake, this, this might could... be helpful for you yeah uh
0: for anybody else that's uh, exploring this sort of thing maybe interested in the idea of a threesome um, she you know she speaks from her experience of, of having two it mm-hmm. seems um and and gives her advice so we should just play it and uh, if it's helpful for you great
2: Hi, hey, it's Isabel. Um I wanted to respond to Andrew's uh recent question about couples and threesomes in response to one of your other listeners. Um so my partner and I, uh who have a son, Jamie, um, and I mentioned him in a voicemail maybe two weeks ago. Um, we have had one threesome and this was pre pandemic, and um, you know, hopefully when the state of the world um, becomes a little more normal, uh, we would love to have another one. Um, We had the threesome with a close friend of mine. um, I think for me, that was a really positive experience. I identify as bisexual. um, And I think it just felt more comfortable for me knowing my friend, um, knowing her, you know, prior going into the experience. and just being comfortable and having a baseline of familiarity with her. I think that's not going to be the case, you know, for all couples. Um, it might feel easier to connect with someone um you don't otherwise know. Um, I think for me the biggest uh and most important aspect of having a threesome, um, well I guess maybe two things, um, uh, are communication and um well I guess they're tied together. Communication and uh Having expectations, um, I think communication is huge, you know, first and foremost, between you and your partner um, before you involve another person um, and then obviously continuing that communication with the third person um, and throughout the experience to make sure that people are comfortable um, with everything that's going on um, and the other one is about expectations you know I think before you have this type of experience and I would assume that every experience, uh, is different, um, especially if it's with different people. Um, I think it's, it's easy and natural to have expectations going into this sort of thing. Um, but I think it's, you know, maybe best to be open-minded um, about where things might go. Um, maybe, you know, you think that you're really comfortable with everything and then something happens and you find yourself feeling uh, a bit of discomfort. I think it's huge to, you know, um, manage the sort of expectations that you have and set around the experience um, and just allow the situation to be dynamic and fluid um, and to, you know, foster an environment where people feel safe enough um, and comfortable to speak up if things are going well or if things are not going so well and you might need to, um, shift and reevaluate. Um, but on the whole, I think it can be a really positive
1: experience. Oh my gosh, what am I doing? This is so random, but I, <laughs> I feel like because we mentioned it earlier in the show, I just wanted to preface what we're about to play with. Um, the, the reporter video where people alluded to her maybe having a stroke and it just came, her, what she was saying came out sort of like gibberish. I guess this video resurfaced, like Andrew mentioned, and we were watching it. And of course, we got a good laugh. I'm sorry it was at her expense. I know that she's fine today. We watched a video to make sure that she's fine. Allegedly, it was a really bad migraine, um, which is serious. And people can certainly have those and have some shit go down. Um, But she happened to be on camera and was reporting at the time. And like, couldn't form the sentence and so just as a little harmless giggle we're going to play it again don't add us we we hope she's okay we know she's okay but it's just funny Here's time to read. well a very very heavy uh, heavy vertation tonight we had a very darison but let's go ahead terry's chase in for a bit the had the pet okay it's not even i don't know where to go from here other than to say sometimes we just need to freaking let loose and let the Darison gibberish roll man like let it go okay it's all good it's all good fun we love you guys thanks for listening to today's episode it's a heavy heavy day so just <laughs>
0: thanks for listening to adulting like a mother father new episodes drop every tuesday right here so make sure you tune in for all the goods